This is Dr. Jonathan Shaw. I want to thank you for tuning in to Crown Ministries Podcast today. We hope that this message transforms you and encourages you to pursue God's presence in a greater way. Enjoy the message. I've got a word that I need to share with you. God has put something in my spirit, on my heart, that I believe is going to affect your life for the rest of your life. So I'm excited about sharing this word with you. So let's go. Let's get ready to go right into this and let's prepare to hear what the Lord is saying. Get your Bibles. Get your paper Bibles. Turn with me today to Genesis chapter number 26 and verse number 1. Genesis 26 is one is where I'll be found today. I'm going to be uh, starting a series here in the month of July. In the month of July, we're going to be starting a series, and we're going to be dealing uh, with the theme, Prospering in a Pandemic. Prospering in a Pandemic. It's going to be exciting all month long. We're going to be sharing this information with you and this series, Sunday mornings here at 10 a.m., and even Tuesday at 7.30 p.m., we're going to be on Zoom. So those of you who are excited uh, and want to go that extra mile beyond Sunday worship and experience Tuesday uh, Bible study with me, prospering in the pandemic is going to be the thing. we got so much to share with you, and I want to make sure that you get all that you can, and you can all you get, all right? Go again, Genesis chapter 20, 26, verse number 1. Genesis chapter 26 and verse number 1, the scripture reads like this. And there was a famine in the land, besides the first famine, that was in the days of Abraham. And Isaac went unto Abimelech, king of the Philistines, unto Gerar. And the Lord appeared unto him and said, Go not down into Egypt. Dwell in the land which I shall tell thee of. Sojourn in the land, and I will be with you, and I will bless you. For unto thee and unto thy seed I will give all these countries. And I will perform the oath which I swear to Abraham thy father. And I will make thy seed to multiply as those stars of the heaven. And I will give unto thee thy seed all these countries. And all thy seed shall be and all the nations of the earth. They will be blessed. Because that Abraham obeyed my voice and kept my charge, my commandments, my statutes, and my laws. And Isaac dwelt in Gerar, and the men of the place asked him of his wife. And he said, She is my sister. For he feared to say, She is my wife, lest, said he, the men of the place should kill me for Rebekah, because she was fair to look upon. And it came to pass, when he had been there for a long time, that Abimelech, king of the Philistines, looked out at a window and saw, and behold, Isaac was sporting with Rebekah, his wife. And Abimelech called Isaac and said, Behold, of a surety, she is thy wife. And how saidest thou, she is my sister? And Isaac said unto him, Because I said, lest I die for her. And Abimelech said, What is this thou hast done unto us? One of the people might lightly have lain with thy wife, and thou shouldest have brought guiltiness upon us. And Abimelech charged all his people, saying, He that toucheth this man or his wife shall surely be put to death. Then Isaac sowed in that land and received in the same year a hundredfold, and the Lord blessed him. Again, verse 12 is the verse of emphasis. Then Isaac sowed in that land and received in the same year 
a hundredfold, and the Lord blessed him. And the word of the Lord is blessed. My God, he sowed in that land and received in the same year a hundredfold, and the Lord blessed him. I want to preach this message today from this series, Prospering in a Pandemic, a message entitled, Maximize the Moment. Maximize the Moment. Come on, let's pray. Father, in the name of Jesus, we thank you for this day that you've made. We rejoice and we're glad in it. Thank you, O oh great mighty God, for being here in our presence even right now. Now, God, don't just be here. Talk to us. Speak your mind. Reveal your will. Declare your word to your people. Pull them out of the rut they're in. Put them in the place they should be. I thank you that the world will tremble and our life will change at your spoken word. We receive it. We digest it. We apply it in Jesus' mighty matchless name. We declare it done and so. Everybody say amen. Maximize the moment maximize the moment. My my dear son, Jonathan Jr., came to me this week and he asked me a question. He said, hey, dad, what what, what do you think about uh, of this? And he gave me a thought and he says, how many opportunities do we often ignore? How many opportunities or how often do we ignore opportunities? And I thought about that and I said, wow, that's something that's significant. We begin to have a dialogue and exchange. And, and, and as we were talking, uh, we discovered that God often presents us with opportunities and we ignore those opportunities because we don't understand the value of a moment. If you don't understand the value of a moment, opportunities will present itself and you will not really exhaust the fullness of that moment because you don't know the value of that moment. When you really define the word success, success is when preparation meets opportunity. And there's a lot of times where individuals have met opportunities, but they were not prepared. And because they were not prepared, they ignored the moment and did not fulfill the moment, didn't fulfill the opportunity. Not only is success when preparation meets opportunity, you want to be prepared when opportunity comes, but watch this. What also then happens when opportunity comes and you're not prepared and you're not ready for it? Then you really don't know the value of the moment, but also you miss the opportunity. Ladies and gentlemen, brothers and sisters, when you look at the word moment and define it in the dictionary, it is a word that is very good that we need to really embrace and understand in its fullness. A moment is defined an indefinite short period of time, an indefinite short period of time. It also means a particular time or period of success and excellence, a period, a particular time or period of success or excellence, a moment. When you think about a moment, it doesn't last very long. It comes and it goes. It moves quickly. It shifts before you know it, it's here. Before you know it, it's gone. It's a moment. A moment is very valuable. It can happen in a second. It can happen in a millisecond. It can happen all of a sudden. It can happen in a minute. A moment can change your life. A moment can set your life in a new way, in a new uh, direction. The moment can change the trajectory of what you thought life would be. And in a moment, one life can change. In a moment, when a baby is born, those parents' life is forever changed. In a moment, when somebody dies, somebody's life is changed immediately. In a moment, 
in a blink of an eye, at the flash of lightning, a moment. Have you ever thought about the power of a moment? The power of an instant, the power of a particular time that could be either your success or your demise. The moment, the moment. It could come and you don't even know it's on its way. It can leave and you don't even know it left. A moment, a moment can change your life. Think about some moments of your life that changed your life. The moment maybe you bought your first house or your first car. The moment you had your child. The moment you heard the news that you were accepted to college. The moment that you got the news that somebody had died and transitioned and went on to be with the Lord. The moment you gave your life to Jesus. That moment. That was a moment. It happened in just a couple of minutes. But it was a moment that changed your life for the rest of your life. Moments matter. <laughs> oh, God. Can I tell somebody? Moments matter. Moments matter. Moments can be long. Moments can be short. Moments happen sometimes so inconspicuously that we don't even realize that this moment is going to set me up or tear me down. Moments. Brothers and sisters, however, when moments come, you've got to do something with it that's going to set you different from the rest. What are you doing with your moments? I need somebody to type that right now in the comments. What are you doing with your moments? And here in this text, we have some moments that's coming into this man's life that he uh, 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 is behaving differently with each moment that passes by. Here in our text, we got Isaac. His name literally means laughter. When God spoke to Sarah, and told her that she would have a child in her old age. She laughed. And then all of a sudden it came to pass as God spoke. He is Isaac. Laughter. I'm here to tell somebody your Isaac is coming. <laughs> the thing that you didn't think God was going to do. The thing that you didn't think was ever going to come to pass. The thing that you thought would never happen. God is about to make you laugh. He's going to bring to pass the thing that you stopped believing him for. The thing that you think is too late in life to ever work or ever come together or ever come to pass. God is going to make you laugh. Lord, I don't know who I'm preaching to already, but laughter is about to come to you. It's about to hit you. It's about to touch your life because the thing that you thought would never unfold, God's going to do just that and make you laugh. His name is laughter. He's put in a particular situation when he is old enough and begins to grow up as a young man. You can see his early formidable years. His brother uh, Ishmael, uh, who his father had along with the handmaiden uh, Hagar, Ishmael played with him and kind of messed with him and do as boys did and roughed him up a little bit until Hagar and Ishmael had to be put out the house. Abraham now uh, is in the house, his father, the father of faith, in the house with Isaac and Sarah. He's growing up. He's becoming a, a young man. But as he grows up, not only is he uh, uh, bullied, if you could say, by his older brother Ishmael, but he's the promised son. So he gets all the benefits of Abraham, the promise covenant that God made with Abraham. Isaac gets it. Regardless of his other brothers and other children that Abraham may have had, Isaac is the one that gets all of the covenant blessings. He gets the covenant blessings. The one that was messed with gets the covenant blessings. The one that was bullied gets the covenant blessing. The one uh, that they didn't think whatever going to get here, they get the covenant blessing. Isaac gets the covenant blessing. And when he gets a little bit older, God then tells Abraham to 
slay Isaac, to literally kill him. My God, can you imagine the one that received the covenant blessing of God now has to be killed and slain? Isaac has to be destroyed. That's what God told Abram to do. He takes him to the mountain, ties him to the altar, raises up the knife. But before he puts it down and before he slays the child, God speaks to him again and says, don't touch the child. Now I know that you love me because you wouldn't withhold your only son from me. Now I know that you believe me. Now I know that you trust me, my God. What Isaac is God testing you with? I ain't got time to get into that, but somebody right there under the sound of my voice, there's an Isaac. There's an Isaac that God made you put on the altar, that God made you sacrifice, mm -hmm. just to test to see how much do you love him. Just to test and see how much you're willing to sacrifice for him. Ooh, where's your Isaac? Are you willing to put your Isaac on the altar? Lord, let me say it like this. If Isaac's name means laughter, then are you willing to put your laughter on the altar? Are you willing to, willing to put what you enjoy on the altar and sacrifice it? God is asking for your Isaacs. And so when he didn't realize that he didn't have to slay the child, there was a ram caught in the thicket that he could use and God provided for himself. And Jehovah Jireh name is the revelation that Abraham gets in that moment because God provides for himself. Brothers and sisters, as Isaac grows up, we don't see any much more about Isaac. We don't hear too much more about him. He's a young man, and all of a sudden now, he's a grown man. His father, Abraham, dies, and we pick him up right here in Genesis chapter number 26. And this is what I want to share with you today, because there's some similarities with Isaac and where we are right now. There's some similarities and some parallels that I would like to draw with between Isaac and who we are and where we are right now. Look at Isaac here in Genesis chapter number 26. The Bible opens it up, this chapter here, and says that there was a famine in the land besides the first famine. Now, we need to drop that point right there because right now we see that happening in our world. There was a famine. What is a famine? A famine is when there is lack of food. There is no provision for food. There's nothing for people to eat. But this famine was different or besides the other famine, which means there was another famine that had happened, but this one was the second one. Lord Jesus. In other words, this was the second go round of the same kind of situation. Uh, isn't that where we are right now? Does it seem like 2020 has been introduced and it's one thing after another? It's a famine and another famine. It's pestilence and protest. It's pandemic and it's violence. All on top of one another. It's, if it's not a pandemic, it's the protest. If it's not the protest, it's politics. Politics. It's one thing after another. If it wasn't this famine, it's another famine. Besides this famine, the other famine. And what Isaac is experiencing, 
experiencing here now is a one thing after another, a worldwide experience, hmm? an experience in his vicinity, an experience in his region, an experience in his culture. One thing after another. Besides this is also that. Besides the pandemic, there's the protest. Besides the protest, there's also political uprival. There is all kinds of stuff happening all at the same time. And the Bible says, oh God, that this was a little different than the famine that was in the days of Abraham. And Isaac went to Abimelech, the king of the Philistines. He went to the other side. Now remember, he, he's, he's of the covenant of Abraham. He's, he's Abraham's son. So God is beginning to grow and develop his own nation, his own people outside of Abraham. So, so Isaac is very familiar with, with the covenant that God made with Abraham. But he goes to the Philistines. He goes to the other side. And the Lord appeared unto him and said, don't you dare go to Egypt, but stay right there in Gerard. Don't you leave. Don't you leave. Don't you leave. My God. So here's the moment that Isaac is in. I want y'all to catch it. The moment that he's in is my father experienced famine, and here comes another famine that I'm dealing with. It's almost generational famine. Some of us, our fathers march with Dr. King. Here we are, we're marching with Al Sharpton. Can you, can you see it? Our fathers march with Jesse Jackson. Here we are marching with the new, new civil rights movement and social injustice. If it ain't one famine, it's another. If it's not one pandemic, it's a protest. It's, it's one thing, and generationally, we see this occurring. Here it is, watch it now. Isaac wants to bounce. Can I, can I, can I come on, young people? He, he wants to deuces. I'm out of here. He wants to leave. Gerard has a famine. There's no food. It was customary that when there was a famine in the land, you move, you bounce, you leave. The Bible says that God spoke to Isaac and said, don't leave Gerard. Stay there. God, oh Lord Jesus. And the moment he's introduced to here is he's got to stay with and in a region that's experiencing trial. Uh, he could leave. He got the money to leave. He can go. Uh, he has opportunity to go. But, 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 but the moment is God says, I want you to stay here because I'm going to bless you here. Right here, right here, right here. Look at what he says. He says, uh, uh, stay in this land. Uh, I'm going to be with you in this land. I'm going to bless you in this land, oh God. For unto you and your seed, I'm going to give you these countries. I'm going to perform the oath that I swear to your father Abraham. I'm going to make your seed. Look at the blessing that he, he's reminded. Don't you, don't you leave. Stay here. I'm going to multiply your seed as the stars of the heaven right here in this land. I'm going to give you all these countries right here in this land because uh, your father Abraham obeyed my voice and he kept my charge and my commandments, my statutes and my laws. Stay right here. Isaac, don't leave. Don't leave. I want to tell you that some people sometimes, uh, oh God, they, 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 they don't maximize the moment, but they're missing the moment. The reason why they're missing the moment is because they're absent from the moment. Oh, you miss your moment because you left when you should have stayed. 
but it makes sense. It makes sense to leave because it's a famine. People are broke. Uh, there's nothing available. There's no resources. It makes sense to leave. It makes sense to get out of Dodge. But I'm here to tell somebody, God said, don't you leave here. I know it's rough, but don't you leave. I know it's tough, but don't you leave. Don't you miss the moment. Look at somebody. Oh, and I need to tell you today, don't you miss the moment. You can't afford to miss the moment because the moment you're about to miss is the moment that God is about to throw his weight around. Is the moment that God's about to flex his muscle. Is the moment that you're about to see God take your misery and make it ministry. To take your mess and make it a message. You're going to miss the moment if you're absent. You're going to miss the moment if you're not in attendance. Oh God, Isaac was about to bounce. Isaac was about to leave. Isaac was about to say, I'm out of here. But if he would have left. God. He would have missed the provision of God. If he would have left, he would have missed what God was going to do. I'm here to tell somebody, don't miss the moment. Don't miss the moment because you're absent. Don't miss the moment because you checked out before time. Don't miss the moment because you let your emotions lead you out to, out of your destiny. Don't miss the moment because you allow your feelings to talk you out of your future. Don't miss the moment. Who is this for? Who am I preaching to? Who am I talking to? Don't miss the moment. Don't miss the moment. Don't miss the moment. But maximize maximize the moment. And so God said, stay there. Stay there. Don't you leave, boy. Don't you leave. I don't know who this is for. I know you said you want to leave and you want to relocate and you want to move out and you want to go. Yes, that's good. That's nice. But there's something that God wants to do right there where you are. Right there where you It's tough, but he wants to do it right there. It's rough, but he wants to do it right there. Uh, it's gotten real crazy, but he wants to do it right then. Don't miss the moment. The Bible says, that after Isaac decided to obey God and stay right there in Gerar. The Bible then says, it goes on to another account in verse number six. Isaac dwelt in Gerar. Look at the obedience. Verse six. He, he threw up to complaints to God, but verse six, God, God, God got him convinced. He's convinced. Isaac dwelt in Gerar. And the Bible says that because his wife, Rebecca, was cute, she was fabulous, y'all. You understand? And she had it going on. So the Bible says that Isaac told the men of that land that she was his sister instead of his wife. See? Now you got to understand the customs of the day. If he would have said that this is my wife, anybody could have killed Isaac, took this woman to be their wife. Easy. If he's a sister, they have to ask permission of her brother Mm -hmm. and say, I want her to be my wife and marry her. Of course, because it's her husband, really, he would deny them. He would say, no, you can't have her. It's my sister. You can't have her. I, I, I would not give her to you. No, no, no. And so you got to understand the, the, the brother's responsibility to his sister. You got to understand. That's why he, he said that this is my sister instead of my wife. Because of my wife, I could be murdered. I could be killed. It's my sister. You got to ask me. You got to get permission from me. So, so he told everybody, this is my sister. This is my sister. And then all of a sudden, Abimelech, who's king of Gerar, the Philistines, watch this, he looks out of the window and he sees Isaac and Rebekah sporting. Yeah. Can I use that word? Sporting. They were having relations. <laughs> they were doing more than kissing cousins. 
Uh, and the Bible says that when Abimelech saw this, he saw what they were doing, and he know, no, 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 this ain't this ain't brother and sisters. This ain't brothers. This ain't how brothers and sisters relate. This is the y'all, y'all, y'all. You cross the lines of the relationship. I ain't got time to deal with that. I got to because sometimes many of you mess up your moments because you cross the lines of relationships. You mess up your moment because you cross the line. It, you ain't supposed to do that in that relationship. That's not the that's not the activity and the behavior of that kind of relationship. <laughs> if that's your friend, if that's your brother and sister in Christ, there's a behavior that goes with that. If 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 that's just somebody you talk to, there's a behavior uh, that goes along with that. Come on, come on, come on. Don't cross the lines. Don't misbehave with somebody based upon the relationship that you have with them. When Abimelech checked it, he said, no, that ain't how brothers and sisters act. That's not how they get down. This, this is not your sister. This is your wife. Finally, finally, Isaac admits it and confesses. No, she's not my sister. She is my wife. And I only said this because I didn't want nobody to kill me. And I didn't want nobody to touch me. And watch this. The king of Philistine had to check Isaac. Isaac, who know God. Isaac, who was taught God by his father Abraham. Isaac, the righteous, was being checked by the Philistines, the unrighteous. Where they do that at? Because he was in sin, because he lied, because uh, he didn't do what he was supposed to do. And he said, you know that we could have been judged by God? Do you know what God would have done to us because of your lie? Man, it's jacked up when the world got to check the church because the church ain't doing what she's supposed to do. Because the church has been caught in a lie. It's a lie. It's a lie. It's a lie, Isaac. That ain't your sister. That's your wife. Mm -hmm. And the Bible says that Abimelech sends out a decree that no man is to touch this man's wife or him. And if you do, you'll be put to death. I want to talk about the second point uh, is not maximizing the moment, but mishandling the moment. How Isaac behaved in Gerard was a moment. He could have proven her God, the authenticity of God. He could have operated with integrity, but he missed the moment because he mishandled the moment. I'm here to tell you, ladies and gentlemen, brothers and sisters, oh God, the other challenge for us when our moments come is not only missing it, but mishandling it, to misappropriate it, to do something outside of integrity, to operate and function outside of character. When the microphone is put in front of you, what you say will determine if you know how to handle the moment. See, a lot of folks are praying to grow. A lot of folks are praying to be impactful and effective and mega. But if you have not been mature, you're going to mishandle your moment, Lord. Don't bring me a moment so I can mishandle it. Because immaturity will cause the mishandling of moments. Let me say it. You need to tag it and write it in the comments. Immaturity will cause a mishandling of a moment. When the moment comes, if you're not developed, if you're not processed, if you haven't gone through anything, you're going to mishandle the moment and waste the moment and it may never come back again. Brothers, sisters, ladies, gentlemen, I'm here to tell you, watch what you do when your moment comes. 
Watch what you say when your moment comes. Oh, Lord. The Bible says that a fool opens his mouth, but the prudent knows how to keep silent. Uh, fools mishandle moments. Fools mishandle opportunities because you have not been yet developed to know what to say, what to do. Watch this. Even what to wear. Lord, help us. Some of your moments have been mishandled because of your attire, because of your dress. Huh? Your dress has been mishandled. Oh, God. And it messed up your moment. You said, well, I, I, got, I got to be me. I'm a just like me. Yes, 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 yes. But somebody that's influential and that can help your future come to a reality and somebody that has enough influence and impact that can adjust your life, it's watching you and your attire can mess up your moment oh, Lord Jesus brothers and sisters ladies and gentlemen I'm here to tell you don't mishandle your moment don't mishandle your moment don't mishandle your moment so he missed the, he almost missed the moment by leaving Gerard and going to Egypt he mishandled the moment by lying and saying that his wife, Rebecca, was his sister. But then the Bible says in verse number 12, this is where I want to go. Verse number 12, it says, then Isaac sold in that land. Notice he's in Gerar. There's a famine besides the first famine that his father experienced. There's a famine in the land. Folks are broke. Folks are hungry. Folks are without provision. But Isaac takes seed. And he sows in a land that has a famine. God help us. He sows, God, thank you, in a land, oh God, that seems like it's not producing anything. He sows in that land. And in the same year, he gets a hundredfold. Lord, brothers and sisters, ladies and gentlemen, after Isaac almost missed the moment, after he mishandled the moment, God help us, he finally learned his lesson and he maximized the moment. He put seed in the ground. How do you maximize a moment? How do you prosper in a pandemic? You put seed in the ground. Brothers and sisters, ladies and gentlemen, I'm here to tell you the devil is trying to get you to hold your seed. He's trying to get you to be so cautious and fearful and full of anxiety that you still got all your seeds in your basket. You still got all your seeds in your barn and you're holding on to it. Oh, but prosperity comes after a sowing, after putting it in the ground, he learned, I almost missed the moment. I already mishandled my moment, but now I'm about to mature to maximize my moment. And he put seed in the ground. Why would you sow when there's a famine, Isaac? Why would you sow? I only sow while there's a famine. Not because of statistics. Not because of what news report says. Not because of what the politicians say. I put seed in the ground in the middle of a pandemic because of the promise.
promises of God. The promises of God are yea, and in him, amen. I put seed in the ground because God said he going to multiply my seed. I put seed in the ground because God said he's going to bless me. He said he's going to be with me. He sowed in the ground and he received a hundredfold return in the same year. Hey, I got a word. I got a word. I got a word for everybody who's struggling with 2020. You want to unplug 2020. You want to send 2020 back. You want your money back. Oh, God. Uh, for 2020. You're trying to reboot 2020. You done cursed 2020. I'm here to tell you what you sow, you're going to reap this year. This ain't for everybody. This ain't for those of you who don't believe it, but for those of you who do in the land that you're in, in the year that you're in, you're going to prosper. In the middle of the pandemic, you're going to prosper. In the middle of the protest, you're going to prosper. In the middle of political unraveling, you're going to prosper because you're going to maximize this moment. Don't you waste this year. Don't you waste the second year. We have in into the second half of the year 2020. We've entered into the second 20. The month of July is the beginning of the second half. I'm here to tell you welcome to the second half. And in the second half, folks are going to die. In the second half, folks are going to lose out. In the second half, there's going to be more bad news coming. But for a few of us, that's so, mm -hmm. the Bible says he received a hundredfold. That means everything he put in the ground, it came back a hundred times. A hundred times it came back to him. And God not only caused him to receive a hundredfold return, but the part I really like, it says, and the Lord blessed him. God help me in here, right here, through here. Huh? That means the hundredfold return wasn't even the blessing. That God gave him a return on what he sold, but on top of the return was the blessing. I'm here to tell somebody that 2020, you're going to get a return and a blessing. You're going to get a stimulus check and a blessing. You're going to get help and assistance and a blessing because this year is the year to prosper even in a pandemic God who am I preaching to you're going to prosper everybody else is dying you're going to prosper everybody else is missing out and losing out but you're going to prosper no weapon formed against you shall prosper but you're going to prosper every tongue that rises against you in judgment it shall be condemned but you're going to prosper weeping has endured for a night but your joy, your joy, your joy is coming in the morning. Get ready to prosper. Get ready to maximize the moment. A maximized moment only comes when you initiate it. Your behavior, your language in a moment will determine the maximum of the moment. How you act, how you talk, how you believe, what you're willing to do and willing to sacrifice is all going to be the maximum of the moment. What you do and don't do will determine the maximum of the moment. Who you with or who you leave will determine the maximum of the moment. I'm here to encourage somebody, maximize the moment. 
Parents, maximize the moment with your children. Oh, God. Maximize this opportunity. Maximize, children, this opportunity to study and to read and develop yourself business owners. Maximize this moment and sow in that business. Authors, maximize this moment and write and finish that book. Come on, pastors. Maximize this moment and get the vision for that church and take it to the next level. I'm here to challenge, charge, and compel everyone under the sound of my voice. Maximize the moment. God is providing opportunity. God is creating opportunity when you ask God for courage. He doesn't give you courage, but he gives you opportunity to be courageous. When you ask God for faith, he doesn't give you faith. He gives you opportunities to be faithful. When you ask God to heal your family, he doesn't give you warm, fuzzy feelings. He gives you opportunity, oh God, to be healed with your family. It's what you do with the opportunity. It's what you do with the moment. It's short. Don't know when it's ever going to come again, if it ever comes again. But I need you to declare, I shall maximize my moment. I don't know when my moment is coming. I don't know if going to the coffee shop is a moment. I don't know if walking outside, walking the dog is a moment. I don't know if I'm exercising in the park, if that's a moment. It could be your moment. Maximize your moment, which means live life in its fullest. Live life completely. Live life intentionally and maximize your moment and sow into your future. Sow into where you are. And even if it's a famine there, God said, I'll bless you. And I'll be with you, and you're going to prosper even in a pandemic because you've decided to maximize the moment. How many of you out there, you can honestly say, I almost missed the moment. I've even, come on, tell the truth, mishandled some moments. But thanks be unto God, with new maturity and wisdom, I've decided to maximize the moment. Isaac maximized the moment. And in the same year, the same, in 2020, he received a hundredfold return. And the Lord blessed him. This ain't the first pandemic this world has seen. But what different characters did in the moment determine how long they were in it and how they were when they came out of it. Brothers and sisters, ladies and gentlemen, Maximize your moment and do something you've never done before to have something you've never had before. On this Lord's Day, this first Sunday of July, I challenge you, charge you, and compel you. Maximize your moment. Don't mishandle it and don't you dare miss it. Maximize it. God uses tough seasons to make tough soldiers. He uses hard times to develop the best kind of believer. Maximize the moment. How you sow, what you sow, will determine your return, and it will determine what you reap. Brothers and sisters, today, somebody here under the sound of my voice, this is your moment. This is your moment. This is your moment for your life to be changed. This is your moment for your life to be transformed. This is your moment for things to shift 
for you and for you to ship your future. This right here, today, is your moment. What are you going to do with it? What are you going to do with this moment? For some of you that don't know Jesus, this is your moment right here. You ask God for change. You ask God to touch you and transform you. This right here is your moment. Maximize it. What are you going to do? How are you going to behave? This is what I want to do. I want to offer you Jesus. I want to invite you to come to him. I want to invite you to sup with him. I want to invite you to be his and for him to be yours. I'm inviting you to be saved. The Bible makes it very clear. All you have to do is confess with your mouth the Lord Jesus, believe in your heart that God is raised him from the dead and you're saved. It's just like that, that simple. And you're maximizing a moment. Don't waste this opportunity. Don't put it off for tomorrow what you can do today. Don't say, I'll wait till we get back to the church. I'll wait till next week because that may never happen. This moment may never come again. Maximize it. Do right. Behave accordingly. And you can be a part of this great body of Christ. Listen, I want you to repeat this prayer after me. If that's you and you're ready to maximize the moment, I want you to join me in prayer. Bow your head, close your eyes, say this. Lord Jesus, come into my heart. Come into my life. Change me. Make me more like you. I confess with my mouth the Lord Jesus. I believe in my heart that God has raised him from the dead. And today, I no longer belong to myself. I no longer belong to this world. I'm yours. I'm saved. I'm saved. I'm saved. Congratulations. You've made the best decision that you could ever make in your life. You have maximized the moment. You took advantage of an opportunity that God provided for you. That's called maximizing the moment to you today. I want to say congratulations and welcome to the body of Christ. I want you to take one step further. I want you to text SAVED, S-A-V-E-D, to the number 40691. Text SAVED to 40691, and we're going to stay in contact with you. We want to stay in communication with you. As you walk this journey of salvation, you don't have to do it by yourself. We're going to walk it with you. Congratulations. Thank you. Text SAVE to 40691, and we're going to begin to reach out to you. The Lord loves you, and so do we. Maximize the moment. How many of you are grateful that you've maximized your moment? You've maximized this opportunity. You've maximized what God provided for you so you can get the most out of it. That's what maximizing the moment means. Getting the most out of an opportunity. Maximize the moment. I hope you enjoyed the podcast today. If you did, I would love for you to do two things. One, subscribe to our show so you can receive notification of our most recent messages. Also, if this message has impacted you, you can click the link in the description and you can give now. We'll connect with you next time on Crown Ministries Podcast. Thank you.